0: you have a message to share and wonder, how do I get heard? Broadcasting from the beautiful lakes of Minnesota and the Twin Cities, welcome to the J.B. Sism Show. This show will motivate you with clarity and help you find your voice so you can take your message to the next level. Now, here's your host, Jason Sism. Well, my friends, happy Wednesday. I have a question for you. How are you doing with this social distancing? That is what we are all doing right now as a nation, and it is crazy out there. It's uh, something that I never thought I would ever see in my life. You know, amidst the current COVID-19 pandemic or coronavirus, as they call it, that's sweeping the globe, You know, people are looking for strong leadership and vision. They're looking for something to help them see a brighter future. Now, I think especially more than ever before. And the one thing that I want to say is this. Your vision, my vision for the future, plays a large part in helping dispel anxiety and hopefully, hopefully instill hope. In the scary times of life. Well, my friends, this is episode number 148 of the J.B. Sism Show. Welcome to today's broadcast. I can't tell you how I feel right now. Well, maybe I can. I didn't think that I would be at home for a week and a half trying to do work. Taking care of kids. My wife is at home doing work. And the entire world has shut down. So last week I was talking about stop taking all the toilet paper. This week I'm saying, uh, can we at least get out and start living life again? <laughs> yeah, I never thought I would ever see something quite like this today. People are are scared. People don't know what to do. Uh, the economy is uh, in... Not in shambles, as some in the media would like to say, but the economy is not doing as good as it probably should be considering. Now, if you are one of these people that wants to take advantage of this, I can tell you this, stock is cheap right now. Talk to your professional um, counselor or financial advisor and invest, 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 invest as much as you can. Uh, You can invest for last year, 2019. You have until at least traditionally it's April 15th to make investments for the previous year because tax day has been pushed off to, is it June or July? I can't remember which. It's possible you might be able to make your final contributions for last year by then. You'll have to check with your, um, financial advisor for that. So that's what I've been doing. I've been doing what I can to stock up on the stock. <laughs> Today, I really want to talk about leadership, and I want to talk about vision and how we can use vision to lead our teams, lead our churches, our businesses in these difficult times. Before I really jump into all of that, I do want to let you know, I made a comment last week that I'm that I opened the doors for my right now masterclass where I talk about how you can use Scrivener to take your writing to the next level. I'm altering my plans a little bit, especially because of the coronavirus. I am Pulling the plug on the live version of this masterclass, and I'm working hard behind the scenes to create a digital version of this that will actually be a evergreen course that I will have available on my website for you to purchase. So it'll actually be one of the first courses I'm pushing out there. So I'm working behind the scenes to try to get that out, and I don't know if I'm going to make the April 5th, uh, April 18th deadline. But watch my website. Uh, if you want to learn more about what this masterclass is and what it's going to entail, uh, you can head to my website, jbcism.com forward slash write hyphen now, jbcism.com forward slash write W R I T E hyphen now. And you can read all about it there. You can still register for it. And right now it's $100. I'm taking the other version of that off. So it is $100 for the course. So hopefully, hopefully it will be something that will be beneficial to you moving forward. So there is that. That is the only piece of, I guess, news that I have. So let's jump back in here. People today are looking for strong leadership, they're looking for vision, they're looking for something to help them see a better future, a better tomorrow, and especially people who are stuck at home, and they don't know what tomorrow holds, because I, I made the comment that the economy isn't doing as good as it should be, businesses are struggling, and there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be losing their jobs because of this businesses are going to probably close because of some of this social distancing this shutdown because they're not getting the customers in how we vision a better tomorrow is going to help hopefully instill hope in the scary times and it and if you want to kind of listen to the precursor to what this episode is all about, go back and listen to last week's episode, episode 147, uh, jbcism.com forward slash 147. Go back and listen to that episode because in that episode, I talk about how you can find peace in a fearful world. So how we can find peace in a fearful world, but now as leaders, how do we take that and, and how do we unwrap that idea? How do we start dispelling that anxiety and instilling hope, or installing hope, I guess, in people's lives, especially in these scary times? Well, let me start with this story. September 12th, 1962, President John F. Kennedy spoke to the nation, and he gave his famous We're going to the moon speech. Now, this was during the height of the Cold War. Tensions in our nation, tensions in the world were tight. People were especially scared that nuclear war sounded imminent. But President Kennedy did something astounding. He stood up before the nation, and he gave a vision. And he talked about a brighter future. Something that all Americans could believe in. Now, at this time, the Russians had beat man to space. They had beaten us to space. And John F. Kennedy didn't want to lose the space war because if we lost the space war, they would maybe be able to put a nuclear weapon up in space and hurl it down towards us. So he stood up before the nation September 12th in 1962 and he says, we choose to go to the moon in this decade and we do the other things, not because they're easy, but because they are hard, because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills, because that challenge is one that we are willing to accept One, we are unwilling to postpone. And one, we intend to win. It was a powerful vision for a scary time. People didn't know what to think. People didn't know what to believe. People didn't know how to behave at that time. But his challenge became the backdrop to which all Americans could embrace. And embrace that vision is what we did. Though Kennedy never saw his vision become a reality, America latched on to his call, latched on to his clarion call to go to the moon. And the most astounding thing happened. July 20th, 1969, at 20... 17 hours, Commander Neil Armstrong and Lunar Module Pilot Buzz Aldrin landed the Apollo Lunar Module Eagle on the surface of the moon. Neil Armstrong became the first person to step on the lunar surface six hours and 39 minutes later on July 21st at 0200, in 56 hours, Buzz Aldrin he then joined about 20 minutes later. <laughs> I remember talking to my dad about this, and and he he remembers the speech well. He remembers uh, when we watching watching it live on on the television. Something that I wish I could have been around during that time to actually watch and see happen, but. Good thing we have YouTube. <laughs> I, can, I can turn it on and watch it. But here's the thing. And, and, and here's what I'm trying to get at. John F. Kennedy gave a vision. He was the leader of our country. But he gave a vision that Americans could grab onto. Vision and leadership go hand in hand. And especially when times are difficult and vision seems far off. We don't know what's happening. We don't know what tomorrow holds. People then look to us to lead them out of the wilderness, so to speak, and into a brighter future. I'm not saying you're going to be Moses. I'm not saying you're going to come down the mountain with the Ten Commandments here. But people are looking for answers. People are looking for a little bit of hope in a dark and scary time. The coronavirus... Has taken the world by storm. I was talking to a friend of mine today. And, 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 and he and I are, were absolutely astounded at how easy the American people said, okay, I'll listen to the government. <laughs> it just blew my mind. They said stop, and so we did. But I think at the same time, whatever your politics are, and I, I'm not going to get into the politics of the day. Whatever your politics are, I will have to say this. The coronavirus task force team has done an amazing job at helping curb the spread of the coronavirus, slow its trajectory a little bit. And and I think the vice president, Mike Pence, I think he's doing an amazing job. I was talking to my dad earlier today and, and he made the comment that Mike Pence just has this soothing voice to listen to. It kind of oozes hope and optimism and, you know, everything's going to be okay. So vision and leadership go hand in hand. And people want somebody to lead them out of the dark times, lead them out of the, the wilderness into a future that, that's brighter. And, and whether you are a writer, a leader, an entrepreneur, I think we need to be learning to help people find their way by focusing on an inspiring what. Help people find their why, help find their way, by focusing on an inspiring what. In other words, if we have a clear vision, If we know where we're going, whether it's in the next year, two years, three years, five years in our company or with our teams, however you're leading your teams, if you have a clear vision for tomorrow, you will eventually find the right strategy to help people arrive at a desired destination. So all of that to say in this episode, we're going to be talking about the power of vision. Talk about your story. How to lead people in unprecedented times, similar to the COVID-19 times that we're currently in. So, number one, let me ask you this question. Is your vision clear? Is your vision clear? And you can find everything I'm talking about today, all of the show notes, on the website, jbcism.com forward slash 148. jbcism.com forward slash 148. So let me ask this, is your vision clear? So a couple of weeks ago, I was given an advanced reader copy of Michael Hyatt's forthcoming book, The Vision-Driven Leader. Fantastic book, and if you want uh, to order a copy of this book, pre-order a copy of this book, I encourage you to do that. It comes out next Tuesday, but if you want to pre-order a copy of this book, uh, you can do so at jbcism.com forward slash vision book, jbcism.com, forward slash vision book. I will also have the link in the show notes. This book, Michael Hyatt distills down the importance of leading with laser-like focus by crafting a vision script so that you can lead your organization, your business, your church, your team, all of it into a brighter Tomorrow, here's what he wrote in uh, the opening pages of the book. He he said, "Vision is the essential ingredient for successful leadership. There is no substitute. Without vision, influence fades along with the cl- uh, along with the crowds." He continues by saying, "Unless you, as the leader, have a clear picture of the destination of where you want your company to be." You've got nothing that will inspire people to follow you. Let me say that again. Vision is the essential ingredient for successful leadership. There is no substitute. Without it, influence fades along with the crowds. Unless you, as the leader, have a clear picture of the destination where you want your company to be, you've got nothing that will inspire people to follow you. I believe the single greatest thing a leader can do is cast a vision that's inspiring and good enough to encourage people into action that drives results. And that's what vision does. It drives results. And so that's why we have to ask ourselves the question, is my vision clear? Are people going to understand my vision? Am I saying it enough? Am I explaining this is who we as an, organization, as an organization are, and this is where we are going. Is it clear enough for those individuals who are on our teams, who are leading, or our customers? Is it something that's going to motivate you to create content that excites individuals to find out who God has created them to be or where you want them to be in their lives? See, I think as leaders... Our goal should be to paint a picture of an irresistible future, something that is just so awe-inspiring that people are going to want to latch on to. And John F. Kennedy, he shot for the moon. His speech, it created a clear story that sparked imagination of those who ended up making it happen. So when the going gets tough, and we're not sure how to lead in those moments of life that I guess, seem out of control? Remember this. Michael said this in his new book. Moonshots are about changing the world, or at least your sphere of influence. So in other words, when you are thinking about your vision and you're thinking about where you are leading your organization, where you are leading your team or your customers, You have to make the vision clear and make it memorable. I liken vision to a blueprint or Google Maps. In other words, they outline a clear picture of where we're going. I mean, you would never get in the car and just head somewhere without knowing your end destination. Sure, there's going to be moments along the way where you're going to alter course. There's going to be roadblocks. There's going to be road construction. And Google Maps is going to say, you know, hey, why don't you head off on this place? And you got to go 20 minutes out of your way this way to go 20 minutes north to come back another 15 minutes before you get back in your destination that would have taken you only 10 minutes to travel originally. So there's always going to be Detours in fulfilling the vision that we have. But a blueprint or Google Maps, they just give you a clear picture of where you're going to go and it gives you a map or an idea of how to get there. And that's what a vision script or that's what vision does for an organization. You have to know where you're going. And I wouldn't set a vision more than three to five years out from where you are now. But it's got to be exciting. It's got to be something that's memorable. Kind of like John F. Kennedy's famous moon speech. We're going to the moon. So is your vision clear? Does it give you a clear picture? Or your team a clear picture of where you're going? Number two. You have to respond when times are tough. Respond when times are tough. See, it's one thing... To be like the strong individual in the room telling everyone that this too shall pass. But it's a whole other thing when we're the ones panicking, when things become too difficult to handle. And there are leaders, there are individuals who panic when things get too hard. They shut down, they stop focusing, they stop moving forward. They just put the brakes on and they just give up. So it's one thing to be the strong individual telling everyone this is going to pass. We're going to get through this season, but we have to keep the end in mind. We have to keep focusing on why we're doing what we're doing instead of panicking and buying all the toilet paper. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. (laughs) I think that has become abundantly clear, especially during this whole coronavirus pandemic Organizations, churches, restaurants, business owners, they're really scrambling to do everything they can to make do during this time. And there's going to be people who are going to be out of a job. There's going to be people who are frustrated. There's going to be people who are going to lose money in this. But as Americans, we really couldn't sit back and do nothing either. As leaders, our job is to take action today. In other words, summarize the plan moving forward and then involve your teams. And I think that's what the president and his team have done. They, instead of scrambling to make do, they didn't sit back and do anything either. They said, okay, let's re-rally the troops. We're going to attack this head-on, and we're going to try to slow this curve. I think times like this, times like the COVID-19 pandemic that, that we're, we're facing right now, times like the financial crunch that we're all feeling because of this turning off the money-making machine here in America and telling everybody to stay home and and hunker down. I think times like this give us the opportunity to identify and leverage creativity and innovation, especially if you are an entrepreneur, if you are a thought leader, or you are a a, a church leader, or a writer, we can use moments like this to leverage creativity and innovation. I think a good plan executed today is better than a great plan executed next week. So put a good plan together and and do something today instead of next week. I joined TikTok a few a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago now. It's a great program and it's amazing at how few influencers are actually on there. But I had a 15 second clip of me writing on a little whiteboard that's um on my wall at the office, and I wrote three words. I wrote, show up today. Show up today. That's all I said. And within 24 hours, I had over 600 individuals watch that, several likes to the video. But I think it's a good reminder that today, do something today. Be creative today. Leverage innovation. Leverage the the resources that you have, whether it's social media, whether it's email, whether it's An audio microphone like what I have doing this podcast. Do something today. A good plan executed today is better than a great plan executed next week. So do something now. And adjust as time moves forward. But we have to also, I believe, recognize and acknowledge the challenge. And find a response to help people cope with today. While telling them a story of a better tomorrow. I don't know if you caught that. Our goal is to find a response to help people cope with today while telling them a story of a better tomorrow. That's a good tweet. Write that down. Send it out on Twitter. (laughs) You see, I believe we must have honesty to face our current reality, but have faith in tomorrow that we're going to prevail. People are looking for hope. People are looking for something to grab onto. And if you're a writer, this is a perfect time to tell your story of how you prevailed in perilous times. Focus on your own circle of control instead of your circle of concern. I heard that from uh, Michael Hyde as well. I was on one of his webinars uh, recently, and he said, focus on your own circle of control instead of your circle of concern. In other words, focus on the things you can control today. Focus on the things that you can tangibly control in your life. Instead of focusing on the things that are outside of your control, outside of you, outside of what you can handle. Do what you can today to get where you want to be tomorrow. Do little steps every day. What can I do today to leverage what I have available to me now so that I can create a better tomorrow for my team, for my church, for my business. Mitigate the risks. Keep your eyes on new opportunities and look to see how you are uniquely positioned to serve the people around you. What do people need? What are they looking for? And I believe if we take the time to ask the right questions of our customers, of the people we serve on our email lists, of the people we serve in our organizations, if we ask the right questions and just be a friend and open up and say, how are you? People are going to respond and they're going to brighten up their eyes with a little bit of hope, even though times are tough. And that's where we move to the third thing I want to talk about is this. It's time to move forward into a brighter future. Just move forward. Uncertainty, and this is the problem with things like the coronavirus and, and the fear of tomorrow. Uncertainty breeds fear and lack of confidence in your team. So if you don't know where you're going, they're not going to be able to do anything about it. If you're fearful of tomorrow, your team is going to be terrified of today. Fear is reactive, and it's going to stifle creativity, it's going to stifle ingenuity, and innovation is going to fly out the window like a bat out of hell. (laughs) I mean, that's that's what's going to happen. The individuals in your church, or your business, or your team, and they all are looking to you as the leader, they're looking to you for the answers. And the question we must face is this, what is my response going to be? Sure, there are plenty of things in life that we just can't control. And there's going to be certain times that are more challenging than others. But I think it's how we choose to lead in these moments and encourage the people under our authority to rise to the occasion. Remember NASA? They rose to the occasion. Sure, they had that terrible loss of... Those who died in that terrible Apollo 1 fire where a spark ignited the the rich oxygen environment that they were in and killed them within minutes. NASA didn't give up. We could have given up. We could have stopped and said, you know, this this is too hard. But America prevailed. NASA continued forward into a brighter future. Why? Because they believed in JFK's vision. He believed in it. A business coach and author, Robert Updegraff. he said this. He said, a man should be grateful for his job every day. If there are no problems, here's the great part. You have zero challenges. And boy, we are in a time right now where we are challenged to move forward. We are in a time right now where we are able to see a brighter future. And we can lead our teams in this moment of uncertainty. And we can say, one, God's got this. Two, this too is going to pass. And three, we can use this to leverage creativity. We can use this as a means to take our vision to the next level. Because it's creating a challenge for us to lead our organizations into a brighter tomorrow. And my friends, if if you lead your organization, your church, your readers, your customers, as you lead them through this crisis, share a compelling vision for a brighter tomorrow. I want you to resist the temptation by recognizing the moment today by reassessing your abilities and responding to inspire those around you. Well, my friends, this has been fun. It's it's always fun to sit back and and talk to you and open up the microphone and encourage you in your day. If you want to find the full show notes of today's episode, you can do that at jbcism.com forward slash four. AJVSism.com forward slash 148. And my friends, go out today. Set a brighter vision for a brighter future because people are ready to conquer. God bless. I love you guys. Bye bye now. Thanks for listening. This has been the JB Sism show. You can find the archives of the show at jbsism.com or on iTunes. Don't forget to visit jbsism.com to download a special ebook when you sign up for the free newsletter. You'll get new episodes, updates, and so much more. This podcast is copyright Jason Sism and Sism Enterprise. All rights reserved. Until next week, stay motivated with clarity, take your message to the next level, and find success in your family, ministry, and life.